Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the CrossFit Life podcast. As always, I'm Jason, but today I'm being joined by our special guest, Emma Dean, or as you may know her, the new coach, Emma. Hi, Emma. Hello. Now, Emma, I mean, we, we've we've already had a chat for about 20 minutes, which we shouldn't have done before I pressed record. But anyway, you know, as I know you've actually listened to the podcast now. Well done. That's a gold star. You know how important it is that we warm up before a podcast. So, of course, before we begin, I must start with some warm up questions for you. Excited. So no, no pressure, but you will be judged. Okay. First question, peanut butter, crunchy or smooth? Crunchy. Crunchy. 100%. Crunchy is killing it at the moment. Yeah. Why? Why would you choose smooth? It's so boring. People have done it. People have done it on the podcast. There was a whole run of it, but recently... I'd still eat it, obviously. But you're being you given have... the choice, aren't you? That's the point. Crunchy's just, just got crunch. Now, I've noticed from mm -hmm. your stories, you've been doing a bit of baking. Oh. So have you got a favourite type of bread? Um, yeah, it's got to be my sourdough bread that I make. I started baking in lockdown one and haven't stopped. So I'm looking forward to the day that you will obviously bring some of this in, probably for the eight o'clock class. I, I imagine that will happen with some peanut butter, maybe crunchy peanut butter. Peanut butter on sourdough. It's the best. Talking of the best, we're sticking mm -hmm. on food. What I'm trying to do now is humanize you a little bit for people so they're not too intimidated by your fitness. Food is a great subject. Well, I'm glad you say that. Have you got a favourite dessert? Oh, hmm. A favourite dessert. Oh, okay. Um, I straight away want to go for cheesecake. Do you like cheesecake? So if you're going to say cheesecake, I need specified mm -hmm. now. Is it like a baked cheesecake or a non-baked cheesecake? No, non-baked. I like to just the nice unbaked one. I'm enjoying these answers so far. Um, there's a lot of positives in these answers. Okay. <laughs> Is it better if you agree with my answers? It's much better. It's better for all involved if I agree. So, so far, okay. so far, I'm on board with all of this. I keep getting nice questions if I answer them correctly, right? Exactly. I've got two columns. Perfect. Okay, we better move on to more fitnessy, slight, okay. slightly related question. Run, row or bike? I am a rower. Like I like a good row. Um, oh, run, row, or bike. Like in a workout, you had to choose one. I'm not giving any context, so oh, okay. you create the context you want for this answer. Uh, I'm gonna go for a rower. Yeah. Yeah. Is it gonna be like a short, fast row or a long, kind of marathon-esque row? Either. Not... I've done a few marathon rows in my time. I quite like the rowing machine. I just from my swimming background, just clicked straight with the rower. Bike, it's okay. Running's okay, but rowing, just because I'm I'm good at it. <laughs> quite as like it, it. As if we needed any other reason. That's there we go. Who would be your dream training partner? Oh, I always get stuck between Annie and Sarah. Annie and Sarah. Annie and Sarah. I really like Annie. She's like my idol. But I really like Sarah as well. She'd be really fun to train with. Mm, I'm going to go Sarah. Yeah, it was probably a wise choice because I reckon you'd get a lot of phone calls from Annie saying, oh, I'm really sorry the baby's playing up. I'm going to have to skip training today. Sorry, I'll see you tomorrow. So probably Sarah's going to be more committed to, um, exactly, to training yeah. with you it every day. It would have been Annie, but now it's Sarah. Okay. 
interesting i i like how i've forced that on you now that you don't like kids (laughs) final question you should know this one if you've listened to episodes of the podcast because i ask all first time guests on the podcast when we eventually make the crossfit bath movie and there's that great scene where the new coach arrives and kicks down the door who are you picking to play you in a movie oh scarlett johansson 100 percent. do you know what it's been a while since we've had just a a quick answer to this uh, to be honest a lot of people have been avoiding this question oh, or, I quite like or escaping it, it. I, think about it. I, I i'm amazed how quickly you had that locked and loaded and ready to go like super ninja in all the marvel films um you know she obviously wants to be like me so i want to be like her she'd be great she wants to be like i love that yeah yeah <laughs> So we're going Black Widow-esque Scarlett Johansson. That's me. Brilliant. You should play well. Yeah. I'm very happy with the answers that you've given for these warm-up questions. I'm I'm concerned now about the answers we'll get when we start talking about CrossFit proper, but so far warm-up question answers have been really good. (laughs) Emma, how are you finding life in Bath? (laughs) Oh, I love Bath. I do love Bath. It's a shame about the weather. Sorry to talk about the weather, but I like describe the West Country to people as 10 degrees colder and 10 times wetter. It's just wet and cold. When you get a beautiful day like today, I love it here in Bath, but generally I just remember it being wet and rainy and it is. (laughs) But other than that, when it's a nice day, I'm loving it. Love it already. Even on what you've classed as a beautiful day like today, it was raining this morning. So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I can I can accept that. That's fine. So I suppose yeah. the obvious question to start with, Emma, I mean, mm-hmm. you've mentioned your swimming background. So, mm-hmm. again, you know, something else I didn't know. Well, I'll be honest, probably the things I don't know about you are a lot more than the things I know. <laughs> so I know you bake bread. That's about as much as I know. Um, and now I know that you have a swimming background. But I guess the first question I would like to ask is, how did you first come across CrossFit? Wow. Ah, very good question. So I was a student at Bath. I graduated in 2012 and was stayed in Bath to work. And I was living up at the top of uh, Oldfield Park, the kind of Bear Flats way. And we would like, I'd be walking home in and out of town because I worked in the Costa in town and I'd see like these people out running and, but it was obvious they weren't just running. So they were doing this like loop running and I was like, they're running and then they're going and then doing something that's killing themselves. And then they're coming out and looking like they're dying and running. And I was like, what is that? Um, so I had to go and investigate and went down there. Um, I think a friend introduced us to to like come on in and have the intro and stuff. And yeah, I did my intros and just never looked back. Like I was just like, this is great. I can't remember my first ward or anything, which is a bit disappointing. But I remember very early days we had Murph and I couldn't do a pull up or anything, even with my swimming, just like typical uh, endurance athlete, but no strength really. Um, I remember we were doing Murph very early on and I just remember being blood everywhere like my blood like hands blood coming out of my hands and the person next to me is blood coming out of their hands and we're still trying to do pull-ups um, but, you know I survived I'm still here <laughs> it's amazing isn't it when you think of the the kind of 
COVID world we live in now. Mm. <laughs> and it's like, make sure you wipe down your kit, everybody. And then it's like, yeah, and I was just doing the workout. There's just blood flying everywhere. And you're like, okay, I understand maybe why I, we need to be careful. Yeah. I think COVID has made um, CrossFit gyms the cleanest they've ever been. Yeah. So you see, you were saying to me, like, some good things have come out of this. Exactly. Of this pandemic. You're having gyms to work out in now. But I, I think people running has been one of the biggest ads for for crossfit i mean just locally in bath the number of people i've spoken to that that was exactly the same thing they saw people running and were like what are they doing i need to to investigate i do often wonder because you said something interesting about how they obviously weren't just running they were doing something to kill themselves and then running because i do wonder sometimes when we're out for a run and i run past people if they just think we're really bad at running because like why do you look so dead when you're running? That That's not normal. And it's like, well, you didn't see what yeah. I was just doing before they let me go outside to run. I was you know, like all those pull-ups and cleans and everything I had to before do first. Before they get you outside to run. I love that. Yeah. It's like that's... a little zoo or like little caged animals and then they let you out to go run. Uh, to be honest, that's how it feels sometimes. <laughs> so I quite enjoy a run on, on a wad. You quite enjoy a run in a wad, was that? Hmm. Yeah. I use that as like recovery, but I I've <laughs> often I would say before CrossFit, I would always have thought of myself as a very bad runner. Mm. And and I guess the only like reason for that is that I was rubbish at running cross country at school. Uh which was a long time ago. <laughs> and mm. since then, you know, I don't know what I've done in life, but we've now doing CrossFit and the running that we do. I'm going to say I'm not a terrible I'm definitely not a very uh, skilled runner, but I'm all right. I can run. It's fine. You can run. Yeah. 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 Quite, quite, quite like a run now. And now I do it at the weekend. I'm actually, yeah. I'm actually teaming up with someone from the bridge to go running tomorrow. So that's, uh, you know. There you go. I love go. that. Well, yeah, I, I love it now in theory. We'll see if I love it tomorrow when I'm out doing it. <laughs> I hear there is a little um, run club, isn't there? A little bath fun club i don't know i don't know i've not been invited <laughs> i'll start wow. one wow i, I won't run i'll organize it yeah mm-hmm. you, just your coach it there you go <laughs> three two one off you go off you go i'll be waiting <laughs> with, a, <laughs> with a stopwatch so you you started crossfit you did murph mm-hmm. early doors mm. what, what so what was it then that kind of because you're saying you had your background in swimming and then you're saying like, oh, you know, I had no kind of upper body pulling strength for the pull-ups and stuff like that. But what was it that kind of when you did CrossFit made you just think, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to sort of stick with this. Like what, what got you in? It was more the like how boring just normal gyms were. And just that like going into a normal gym and just seeing like, what do I do or how many reps and how many sets and can I do back squats and pull-ups and just not having a clue, even with that long training history, um, didn't have a clue what I was doing in a normal gym. And then coming in, being told what to do and the like motivation of having a group doing the same thing as you. I love that. Um, I could probably go on on this topic forever. Um, also love the variation that you have like we went in and it was it could be a a workout that I loved it was like five times 400 meter run and box jumps and things like that or it could be something I hated and and strict pull-ups and strength but 
you I was getting better at it so variation um yeah that motivation learning meeting new people um probably one of the main things isn't it really it's just that community that every box brings um I don't know is that enough with loads on there yeah well they're good answers because often um so like with Tommy and Sean the other week when we were speaking, they they both had that kind of experience of the workout destroying them and that like idea of, oh, I, you know, I kind of need to conquer this. like And, and you hear that mm-hmm. quite a lot that people kind of, oh, it was so tough. It was so hard. And it made me think like, oh, I need to to go in and, and get better at this. And I and I think that is good, and that, and I think while that attracts one group of people, definitely that same attitude can be very much the thing that might discourage somebody else. That's like, well, I'm not that kind of person. I'm not the one who wants to go in and and conquer the work. I just want to train and and get fit and healthy. So I quite like your answer about like the not having to think about like that's very much my. Uh, I think that it not being boring, is is real key yeah. because if you're somebody who historically hasn't stuck with going to a gym it's usually because you kind of get bored or you just don't know what to do and i found a lot more people stick with crossfit than they do anything else that they've kind of tried where they just kind of gave up and for me that switching off like that you come in here's the whiteboard this is what you're doing and and getting and, and not even just like oh here's the whiteboard that's what you're doing off you go but right let's warm up these are the movements. This is what you're doing. This is what you do. Oh, you can't do that. Okay, here's the scaled version. This is yeah. this. this. So being coached and being advised on what to do and feeling like you're getting better at something. And that's massive. And that's why I love coaching now because, you, just, you know, you see people going through all of that. Um, yeah, there is definitely two different types of people. And I think part of mine comes from being like so competitive and being involved in so many sports. Um I hate being bad at something. So it's that kind of motivation and drive to be good at everything is quite hard considering it's taken me nine years of CrossFit to get my first strict handstand press up, you know? I I always think that's like, I like that kind of thing though as well, especially from a coach. Cause there's, Mm -hmm. there's sometimes that idea of it's like, you and me and there's kind of this massive divide between like oh the coaches that are can do everything and and they're like an it's a, it's very much like you've got the games athletes that are like another species almost and then you've got the coaches yeah. that are, are another one and then you're kind of like oh i'm just a kind of average and it's quite nice to be like oh i struggled for a long time to get this move yeah i was really good at this but this other thing it was a fight but i got there and it took me a lot of time because when you're somebody yeah. starting crossfit it can be encouraging to think well okay hold on so it's it's not impossible for me i can if i work hard and i try and i do what i'm told and i do the scaled versions until i can kind of build myself up to that thing i i, I like that especially from the coaches and the people that we kind of we look up to as the the authority within Uh, the training that we're doing now you've mentioned coaching so you've you've brought out the topic so Mm -hmm. I feel we should segue across onto that what then led you from oh I really like doing CrossFit this is a good hobby and and kind of thing that I like to do in my spare time to I want to coach I want to make this my career and focus on on CrossFit kind of full-time so after graduating I got a job as a swimming coach in Taunton so that's kind of where my career and degree took me so I moved further west and south wherever that is um 
and went to be a swimming coach in Taunton and I, I carried on my CrossFit when I was there living there with Pete down down in Taunton and so like I was coaching swimming morning and evening crazy hours and then training this CrossFit in the middle of the day and I was like I'm really not enjoying like the the swim coaching the cross I see like the cross I want to coach CrossFit and I want to know more and I want to get better at that um and it was just kind of just a natural shift in a way to go from coaching swimming into coaching CrossFit because I was just way more passionate about that like I've loved swimming um but it was just have like those kids swimming up and down lengths and lengths and lengths and I was like no I've got more I want to be more I don't know broad with what I'm coaching and and more strength and more fitness and getting the health side of CrossFit as well getting people healthy and uh I didn't see the the value I guess of swimming hours and hours and hours at a time so I did miss a part of this it's quite like a nice little progression along my timeline but at some point when I was in Bath training uh, I got my mum to come and visit and join in a CrossFit workout and she loved it and then decided to open her own CrossFit gym back home in Brighton so while she's busy opening her CrossFit gym in Brighton I'm getting bored of swimming and wanting to be a coach did my level one she had a coaching role for me back home so I moved back to Brighton I see so a little bit of nepotism comes into play but that's fine we can uh, <laughs> we can accept that so uh, I mean well I'm making a note that obviously your mum is a future guest <laughs> on this podcast oh my god yes she would absolutely hate it but you should you so should I'm, uh, I'm get her on as a guest she's a master's athlete now yeah. All right, Emma's mum. What, what's your mum's name? Mandy. Mandy. Oh, Mandy. Shout out to mum. Shout out to Mandy. Okay. If she listens to this, because I'm sure you'll tell her you were on this podcast and she'll be like, oh, I've got to listen to what my daughter did. And I'm right, Mandy, let me know when you're free. We'll get you on the podcast and you can tell us all the, the stories we really want to know about Emma that she's not going to tell us now on the podcast. <laughs> oh, God. I might regret this. <laughs> oh, dear. I, I absolutely, um, uh, I guess it's interesting what you say because what we were just saying about like training and how we get bored kind of oh I just go into that you know the the gym and doing the kind of classic whatever session it was uh, and it's a bit boring and you're like and also coaching it's interesting to look at it from the other side of like yeah when I'm coaching people to just swim up and down in a pool it's a bit boring compared to kind of getting to coach people okay today we're going to be looking at some high school gymnastics and then okay today we're looking at some uh, olympic lifts and like all these different variations and then pulling in the health side of things because i guess yeah that i don't know with other kind of fitness programs or classes that people get to but i feel as within crossfit especially in, in bath i don't know you know, I can't speak for all CrossFit boxes globally, but I definitely feel like I feel very free to go up to a coach and ask them some questions about nutrition or mobility or other elements that will not be happening within the gym, but outside. Uh, and I don't know if I'd feel that same way to walk up to like a Zumba instructor and say, hey, can you give me some tips on, on nutrition? Mm. Uh you know, I don't know what I'm doing in the Zumba class in the first place, to be honest. But <laughs> just in case you ever ended up in a Just Zumba. in case I ended up there, it was only so I could ask nutrition-based questions. <laughs> that was the only reason I went. I see, like, myself as a coach, 
as a role model a lot of the time to a lot of people and um I'm not I don't I do end up not just coaching fitness um but also yeah life balance um nutrition and like a lot of other um areas of people's lives not just when they're in the gym um which is really important I think and and I think that's like to to hear that expressed here is really nice because then I think the members it's good for them to know that oh actually it's not like am, am I gonna you know am I overstepping if I just ask some tips on this or, or you know I mean she's maybe she's busy or she's thinking about something else like knowing that oh no I'd, I'd quite like you to approach me and ask me these questions yeah is... I'll, we'll always end a class saying if you've got any questions come and ask me um and I also think like it's really important for members to talk to coaches like if you have been a really stressful time at work and you've had a, or you've had a really busy day or just you know generally had a bad day week whatever um you've got to tell your coach because if it's like that like grim workout on Tuesday with the front squats and the burpees and your coach is like pushing encouraging you've had a bad day you don't need to have that you need to have a light bar just move enjoy your workout so that's why I like that side of things a bit more getting to know people I think which I suppose when you move to a new gym is uh, is the first challenge, right? Because you've got to, I mean, we were we were talking the other day and you were like, all oh, right, in this class, I managed to memorize this many names. In this <laughs> class, I got this many names. So like that's like number one is just the names and then the background and then kind of knowing what people do for work and whether, you yeah. know, oh, this member, they've got a very sedentary job and they're kind of sitting at a desk all day. I know this one is out working physically all day so mm -hmm. you know he's going to come in mentally drained he's going to come in physically drained how can I help them in different ways it's, it's like so many pieces to the puzzle that you kind of have to put together uh, which is you know commendable that you that you care enough to do it I suppose oh, yeah. I, I guess then we, we've we're picking up on your journey mm -hmm. <laughs> after all these detours so you're you're coaching now back home in mum's gym Mm -hmm. uh, as it will be known what's the name of the box so it was crossfit corinthian it's now not a crossfit it's titan fitness which is goes back to kind of what she was before crossfit she's just a very small gym um 80 odd members or so and uh, very very tight-knit close community they're a, a, a crazy bunch i'm gonna call them crazy i can see like you're you're just really trying to think of now what word can i use in case mm. any of them hear this <laughs> we'll settle on crazy I love, I love them but they're crazy okay what i guess where i was leading with this is then so what what uh now i'm now i'm struggling to find the word and it crazy isn't the answer so what <laughs> what motivated that's a better word what motivated you then to move from training there to was it there to bath or was it there somewhere else first so I was at uh, Mum's Gym, CrossFit Corinthian, for five years. So I was there for quite a long time. Uh, in that time, quite a lot happened. Um, I created my own CrossFit Kids business. So I started with three brothers from a parent that they just wanted to come down to the gym. So we started with them and just developed like a strength program and then just uh, built like a really really strong group of like 20 kids from like I had tiny titans like two-year-olds right up to like 17 18 year olds um, which was just amazing a really good experience so I was coaching adults and then had the kids 
um, going on as well, which was really good fun. Um, and then from that, from five years, at Corinthians moved up to Shapesmiths, two years in London and then Bath. Now, obviously, we know you like Bath the most, so we, we'll just we'll oh. drop that. We won't ask any questions about that. We'll just assume that that's the answer to that that question that I was going to ask. Well, I've ended up here, haven't I? So yeah, well, that's true. So, <laughs> so that's your coaching side of things. Uh-huh. We'll put that aside for now. I'm sure we'll learn more about you over the next months or years or however long mm-hmm. this crazy thing goes on. Uh, <laughs> so, who, who knows? The world's a very strange place at the moment. I don't yeah. know if you've realised. Uh, so that's. So that's one side of CrossFit and you clearly seem very passionate about the the health side. And I mean, the kids side of things is also very interesting. So I get the feeling, Emma, this is not the only podcast you're coming on. We're going to have you back, I'm sure, because I think there's a lot to dive into on some of these other topics as well. Uh, especially might be a little bit more, yeah. As, as a dad with two kids, you know, I'm intrigued to know <laughs> about the CrossFit kids side of things as well. But let's move health and fitness to the side for a moment. Mm-hmm. And we'll just open the box of the sport. You've already expressed how competitive you are and you've got to be good at everything. Uh, <laughs> and I know that you've also been involved in the competitive side mm-hmm. of CrossFit. So mm-hmm. what's been your experience there? What are some of the events maybe you've been to? Some of the teams you've been involved with? Uh, I'm going to just let it go like free reign here on sharing what you want to about your experience mm-hmm. in the sport side of CrossFit. I love the sports side. That's kind of what motivates me to train a lot of the time. I am not bothered about individual comps whatsoever. I love team comps. Uh, I've done the Open since I started. So this will be my ninth Open. I think ninth. Yeah, this will be my ninth Open coming up. And I enjoy doing that individually. But to go away and do a comp, just teams. I love it. It's so much fun. What is it then about the the team side that you find? Do you know what? It's interesting because we had um, uh, Freya Morrow uh, on and she does uh, Olympic lifting. Mm-hmm. And we've talked, she, she's kind of the opposite. Like for her, the, the team side of things, it's that, that little bit like having to rely on somebody else. Mm-hmm. It, she finds hard. It's kind of like if I, uh, and so she does some team Olympic lifting stuff, but it's still quite individually based, even though you're part of a team it's not so much kind of it's still quite an individual sort of thing whereas the team you know if you're doing like a worm lunge you are <laughs> relying on your on your team sure. members so what is it about the the team side then that you find so appealing to the point that you say i'm not you know interested in the individual side of things i think it's just fun it, you've got to have the right team You've got to have people that have got the same kind of mentality as you, same reason for being there. And if you can get that right, then you can just have such a good time. And that's why I do it. I go to have fun. It's not like I've ever thought, oh, you're letting the side down because you can't do this. It's just your team. You do as best as you can um, and, and just have fun doing it. I mean, I get that from a weightlifting or a weightlifter's perspective because it's a very individual sport um as is as was like swimming for example the amount of time you spend in your own head swimming up and down but the best moments were in like team relays at the end of galas and things like that so um do you think then like your background in swimming as quite as it being quite an individual solitary kind of sport because i guess like even if you're in a team hmm. when you're actually swimming you can't you can't say anything to your team member you can't kind of you know it's 
that's pretty being underwater makes that very difficult uh, <laughs> so so do you feel like maybe your background with that kind of quite solitary sport has helped you has sort of made you embrace this team atmosphere a little bit more yeah. because you you get that kind of experience of being in it together and encouraging one another cheering one another on during a workout yeah exactly so, definitely that so i where have you uh i, I know you you know i, I actually I've said before, I know very little about you. I know you bake, but I know a few other things. So I'm trying to lead questions on the other. Oh, yeah. What competitions have you been involved in then as part of a team that you've particularly enjoyed well, or experienced? I think one that, that you Bath members might know is Strength and Depth. So we've, we've heard of it. We've heard of that. Yeah, I've actually um, judged or been at every Strength and Depth since they started. So I think they started, the first one was like a couple of years after I went down to Taunton. So I obviously loved my bath experience so much, kept in contact with Ollie and was like, cool, I'll come and help judge. Um, and I like, loved, loved the event, loved judging, like stressful, um, but amazing. So I knew what a great event it was. And then when I was at mum's gym, my like primary goal was to get a team to go to Sid. And so finally, it took us like three years because there was one year where I messed up one of the, um, oh, I messed up one of the qualifiers and got it wrong, like male female ratios, and they had to like disqualify us for that that score. So we couldn't go because it was like my fault, which was terrible. But then the next year we got to go, and uh, we just had such a good time. And because those guys hadn't really been to anything that massive before, and. Uh, what we did was we qualified in like 59th out of 60 places and we actually came like 30 something. So we just had such a good experience. We had this massive Airbnb and just had a good time. And it's such a good, such a good event. That was like three years ago, I think. And then last year I went with Shapesmiths, which was like another level because we were in like the, like almost the final uh, heat each time so we were like a little bit um higher up in that sense and I've also done the the other Sid so the one that was a sanctional this year and then I don't think it was a sanctional last year but the same event the one at the Excel uh, uh, yeah it's it's two years that it's been been a sanctional event two years of sanctional yeah I've done the affiliate cut both times so like the fun teams um the fun teams is what I call them. <laughs> That's my name for it. We're the fun teams. Um, oh, they've they've been brought love. back in, in the open now, hasn't it? That uh, Well, in the the post that was put out recently, that kind of the affiliate cup is coming back. So mm -hmm. so maybe other people thought it was the fun teams as well. I always call it the fun teams. I look at the elite teams and I'm like, that is one day I would love to be on an elite, elite team. Um, better hurry up before I get too old, but. I'd love that. That's definitely a goal. But the the fun teams are just just that fun. I did it last year with a Shapesmith team, and then the year before with a Corinthian team. Um, and then my other final comp, well, not final comp, but really big comp that I did. We did the fun teams at Filthy One Fifty last year, and it was on my birthday weekend as well. And it was so good. It's in Dublin for anyone that doesn't know. Yeah, I know. I know we've had some members were there. Uh, I believe so. Maybe they saw you. Maybe they didn't know. They didn't know that you were the future. But <laughs> they might have been there to watch Sarah. But you know, uh, probably not. Early on Saturday morning, they might have spotted me. <laughs> Did you meet Sarah when you were there? Um, 
didn't meet her but watched her it was a pretty good experience you could be like quite close and seeing them finish um that was when she went for that um the snatch that, that snatch yeah like after the buzzer kind of but i'm just epic. gonna try and do it yeah epic were you there no no look, look at I, I've, I've previously mentioned two kids i'm not going anywhere i'm <laughs> i'm trapped uh, but that was a, yeah that was a busy time of year because it was like filthy 150 one weekend and it was strength and depth the next weekend and you just come off the back of the open um and then we ran an event in london with shade smith called the murph games all the members we like just popped a uh a rig in the middle of uh, athletic stadium and got everyone to do Murph on a nice cold November day. So that was like a crazy time of year for me, but that's what I like to do. Keep myself yeah. busy. So, I mean, clearly this year has been less busy mm-hmm. <laughs> for, uh, for obvious reasons. For some people, I seem to have kept myself occupied. Yeah. I guess on the competition side of things, I mean, yes. I suppose. Oh, I miss the because I, guess you, I mean talking of keeping yourself busy you've so I moved house during lockdown that was pretty tough and stressful yeah. because it's like a lot more difficult to do that than it was you know when you can just call up 50 friends to come and help you move stuff mm-hmm. and you know mum and dad like my mum can come and babysit and stuff like that a lot harder when you're doing it on your own you've also changed I mean you've moved house <laughs> you've uh changed your job so I mean why how like what what motivated you to kind of want to come to bath and and do all of that because it sounds like the worst possible time to try and make some of these decisions well it's actually the best time london's just gone into tier three well that's true you've escaped (laughs) but timed it right um why 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 well because it's a similar kind of job right so i'm still coaching i still get to coach um still got my online clients um so do some online work as well i can the the main reason was so that i had a bit of extra time to do other things so i do other things as well i run competitions british teen championships and british masters championships and uh, i was just finding in london i didn't really have enough time to be on top of those things and run them to um the standard that I want them really and I'd like to put more time and effort into the competition side of things and my baking of course um and yeah that's it really just so mainly number one for the quality of life like as soon as I got to Bath I was just like breathe <laughs> and sigh <laughs> um London's very intense um there's always something going on you you are constantly like I don't know in a cycle of stress and fun it was a lot of fun in London and I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I would um but yeah bath quality of life yeah I think it's good when you can when you can like stop for five minutes and just take a breath Uh, and definitely kind of city living and big city living just you you don't get to do that it's sort of just go all the time and uh but what I did like <laughs> was your when you said, oh, it gives me free time to do other stuff. And I was thinking, oh, great. What is this other stuff going to be? We're going to learn more about Emma. What kind of crazy hobbies she might have? What What's in her life apart from CrossFit and baking? And it was just more CrossFit, but like different stuff. So that was uh, <laughs> I was getting really excited. Like, what 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 revelation is this going to be? 
it's, it's more 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 fitness that's the, the revelation okay i'm actually trying to think if there is anything else other than crossfit in my life and baking um coffee i like coffee <laughs> yeah and food coffee and brunch actually on this note on the coffee note i have not had a coffee for about two and a half months until half an hour ago already oh, <laughs> it's a bit of an experiment to see it, to see if it helps you podcast yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah like exactly but sometimes yeah. like if i have too many coffees it makes me a bit too chatty so yeah. i was um i thought i'd give it a go i i also was off coffee for mm-hmm. a very long time and i got back into drinking coffee during the first lockdown mm. uh basically because you're just at home all the time yeah and and it's like well if i'm drinking a coffee it means i'm not drinking a gin and tonic or a glass of wine or something else so it's, it. it's probably better that i i get back on coffee right oh. and uh and then uh you know lockdown ended but coffee, coffee remained so. remained yeah yeah i think uh coming off it i realize of like what it is just a habit that you have i love the process of making coffee and preparing it and all the different grinds and flavors and stuff but and so i've been very disappointed in myself almost that i'm not drinking coffee uh and i thought oh i'm gonna have to start drinking coffee when i go back to bath or they're all gonna think i'm weird <laughs> who, who what coach doesn't drink coffee and about like three pints of it a day yeah. what is it about crossfit and coffee it's one of the things it just there seems to be this this yeah. link that i just have crossfit coffee and donuts i mean they're all good things though aren't they so i'm it's... not a massive donut fan either oh you're not you're gonna judge me on that i know but well you, you i mean have a cheesecake fine don't worry if <laughs> you don't want a donut have a cheesecake cheesecake and a pizza i can do that pizza as well wow mm-hmm. are you baking your own pizzas i can make a sourdough pizza base but it takes three days. So if you want to come over for Saldo Pizza. We've got to let you know three days in advance. Well, let me know three days in advance, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, once this uh, restrictions ends and we, we're yeah. free to move about, you're just going to have a queue of staff <laughs> members outside your door, like, putting in their orders. <laughs> so I suppose uh, to kind of move things towards, I guess, the end of this first appearance of the podcast, mm-hmm. I'm happy that I got you on so soon because... I had finally finished my collection of all the coaches from both Bath and the Bridge. And then we got a new coach and I was like, oh, I finally finished the, and, and literally I finished it, you know, a few weeks ago when, when Evie came on. So it, it took <laughs> a long time. Finally finished. Great. I've got all the coaches have been on the podcast, new coach. So getting right. you on straight away. Very sorry. I feel, I feel good. Yay. Um, but definitely going to have to ha- have you back on because you've, you've dropped too many you know, plot threads that we're going to have to pick up on later but what are your kind of goals or plans because we're you know we're, we're going in now to 2021 mm-hmm. that i mean it w- would be hard <laughs> this is one day they're going to play this back it would be hard for it to be a worse year than 2020 <laughs> oh dear right now oh no but what are, what what kind of goals or plans or things have you got in mind for 2021 um a good year of training let's get some solid training under my belt not be injured um get some get my competitions up and running big bigger and better and just get going with bath really just try and do what i can to uh improve the community 
um, be a good coach. No, just nothing crazy. Just a good solid year all round, really. That would be nice for me. Okay, so here's a question I'll ask you then as a as a coach and as a, a new coach. What can the members do, mm-hmm. like kind of to help you accomplish your goals of coaching? So I guess to be more coachable, like what for you, what are the kind of key things that when a, a member does this, you're like, oh, great, that's someone that's kind of easy to work with or that I can help. Uh, so what are things that we can do on our side of things to to benefit from your experience? One, ask questions. Always ask questions. Ask the coaches, why are we doing this? What can I do to improve? What am I doing wrong? Ask questions. Um, but also like know your goals, like know what you want. Like, why are you at the session? What do you want from it? Do you want to be stronger? Do you want to be fitter? Um, because knowing your goals helps us answer your questions. Okay, ask questions. So you, why are we doing this? I just get the feeling the next, anytime burpees are going to be programmed, you're just going to ask this. Any I questions? Yes. Always why are answer. we doing Why are we doing this? I will give you a good answer every time, don't you worry. I want it to be a different answer as well every time though. Okay. <laughs> and not because Shaq said oh. we have to do burpees. <laughs> because Shaq's programmed it. Yeah. That is why. Yeah, um, I, you'll be like, I never would have programmed burpees for you. I'm far too nice. But but yeah, Shaq's yeah. mean. Ooh, burpees. You have to do it. Um, on that note, another part of my job with, at Bath is going to be more of like a community and events kind of thing. And um, it's interesting that you asked what members do to help. So um i um i would love people's opinions advice like what they've done what you guys have done before that you've loved um what didn't work well like anything like that any ideas for like events what what you want on um days um charity events i'm gonna probably the next big thing will be the open so we've got this food drive happening at the moment for christmas um pre-christmas sorry and then after that is probably all hands on deck for the open. But if anyone's got any ideas or suggestions, I'm very open to that. Very open to suggestions for the open. Got it. Okay. Yeah. The op- <laughs> well, the the open, because like this is, again, goes back to my, uh, I'm assuming this is something we said before recording about me not being competitive. Uh, and someone sort of, <laughs> and I've been called out on it. Yeah, but you do the open. And I'm very much like, I do the open for Bath. I don't do the open for the global leaderboard like there's no there's no i am under no illusion well. <laughs> sorry what you should it? do the open for you as well as yeah. in like are you improving year on year are you getting better mentally physically well i do do that and and, and i guess the only challenge there is it's sometimes difficult to compare because <laughs> like your ranking you know, like for example, you might be have a lower ranking globally, but if yeah, there that's... were also if there were also a lot more participants, you might have actually done better. But yeah, do, do, you, know, do you know what I mean? Those kind of things. But I, I guess when I say do it for Buffett, it's like I do it to to join in and to be kind of yeah. Let's the... let's do let's do this thing, and and we're all going to do the same workout, and it's going to be horrible, but we're at least we all did it. Uh, and of course, yes, for myself to see like oh, you know, I I like it because it's sort of. It's the one time that I'm forced to go RX <laughs> every yeah. time, whereas sometimes, you, yeah. So I guess for that, for that side of things, and it crushes me every time. What um, happens when nineteen point one comes up twenty one point one? Hee hee. 
Yeah, well. You got something to compare it against, right? That that is true. Yeah. But quite often though there is a twist, isn't there, on a lot of these things. It'll be like there's a repeat, but it's slightly heavier or it's with less rest or yeah, or you've just had a worse day at work before coming today. So that's gonna influence it. I don't know. Well, what a absolute pleasure speaking with you, Emma. It's the most we've had a chance to talk and it's the most we've spoken without you then telling me to go and do some horrible exercise or something. So uh it's been very different different experience uh, i'm assuming there's probably a loaf of bread in the oven somewhere so i should probably let you get to that i don't want to be held responsible for the burning of the sourdough thank you very much thank you for having me uh, it's been a pleasure and i wasn't joking when we said we definitely have to get you back on to talk about a number of other topics yes, uh, so so that's good uh, but this was your first time on a podcast so yeah. <laughs> so everybody let Emma know how much you enjoyed her on the podcast uh, so she'll be encouraged to come back. Uh, if you're not already following her on Instagram, you can do that. I'll put the links in the uh, in the description below so you can see the, the breads and the different things that she's doing um, and see that she's not nearly as scary as the pictures Will chooses to post would make her appear. Oh, no. <laughs> and uh intimidating, Emma. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, just get in and, and join some of her classes and, uh, and experience... The joy of CrossFit and being coached by Emma. Okay. That was all the things you said I had to say, right? Good. Okay. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, thank you everyone for listening. Uh, who knows? Uh, next week, I think we'll be having a, an episode, hopefully like reflecting on 2020 and maybe looking ahead to 2021. So that will be interesting. Uh, until then, you know, how, it, we're, we're, I guess when this released, we're pretty much in January now. So uh, hope that's good <laughs> and see you all next week. <laughs>